from the old market. Nah, we're not in the old market. Where are we, Riley? We are in Cancun, Mexico. We are at the Royalton Chic Resort. We are on the pool deck. Pool Ocean places. in view. I mean, it would be if it was in, you know, 11 o'clock at night. I mean, if you look out there far enough, you can see where the waves are crashing. I mean, I can't hear any motorcycles, but I can hear a lot of waves. I can hear a lot of waves. Uh, welcome to Who Gives a Hoot. My name is Ben Turner. And my name is Riley Martin. And uh, together we're the B Team. The B Team. Uh, I haven't had a chance to listen to the last episode of the podcast. Do you know why? Why is that? Because uh, I've been in Cancun for work. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I think I have been too, actually. Uh, it's been pretty great. Uh, if you haven't been following along, Riley and I work together now, and uh, we work for an all-remote company. And the all-remote company takes two trips a year, and uh, this one is to Cancun. Cancun, Mexico. And uh, it's been pretty incredible. Viva la Mexico. Yeah. I think we've talked about it enough, rubbed it in for people enough. Yeah, I'm sorry. One minute is enough. One minute is more than enough. <laughs> um, uh, what are we talking about on this pod? We do news. We do news. All right, let's start with the news. Um, I bet those guys covered Team of the Week, but we can talk about it too. Yeah. Three guys on Team of the Week. I mean, for a, for a win of the magnitude that we had, I think it's to be expected. Yeah. I think um, – I also think that the other person that I think should – okay, Evan Conway, Player of the Week, or Devin Boyce, Player of the Week, who should have been Player of the Week. Okay, so there's two trains of thought. I want to hear them both. Evan Conway. One. Because of his situation. Coming back from injury, really catch, finally catching that fire that he's always pretty much had. Oh, I mean, you could also just say because League One values goals way more than assists. But also, I I'm think... I'm always going to fight for you, Ethan. I'm always going to fight for you. I hope your birthday was great. <laughs> and then, though, I think the argument to be made for Devin for Player of the Week is personally... I think a hat trick of assists is more difficult than a hat trick of goals. Way more difficult. It's insane. Um, so I'm going to give you, since there's no data dump this week, I'm going to give you a data-driven argument on why I am okay with it being um, Evan. We love you, Conway. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> you, want, you want to keep going? I honestly we love you, Conway. Conway. Oh yes, we, we do. do. We love <laughs> you, Conway. Conway, and we'll be true when you're not with <laughs> us. We're blue. Oh, blue Conway, Conway, we love you. That's for CJ. Uh, <laughs> here's why: because uh, Evan Conway got a hat trick of assists on point four four xg. Hat trick of assists. Hat trick of goals. Thank, Thank you. you. It is welcome. late. We have uh, had a long day. Long day. Um, hat trick. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven guys had higher individual XG than he did in that game. Uh, seven. Seven guys. In that game. No, 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 no. Uh, on the weekend. Oh, on the weekend. Okay. Seven guys had higher XG than he did. He played 74 minutes. He scored three goals on three shots. Yeah. And one of them is a defender. Yeah, well, I mean, with an almost one, he scored a goal. Right. Yeah. I'm still saying. Oh, I think I, I, it was one of the, all those goals in the Toronto game were tapping. So. True. Makes sense. Um, anyway, the point no remains. I, so the point remains, I agree with you completely that the hat trick of assists is more impressive. Yes. 
However, I, I want to give it up for Evan Conway because scoring three goals on less than half a goal of expected goals is, is there's skill in that. And I mean, a little bit of luck, but a lot of skill. A lot of skill. You have to be, you have to know, a lot of people say you have to be in the right place at the right time. Um, Which he was for several of those. But there is, and, and a lot of people attribute luck to um, being in the right place at the right time. But I think in soccer, it, the really, really, really good players, they know when to be in the right place at the yeah, right time. Yeah, I mean, right, I mean the, is their luckiest, but I think it's more Right, skill. right. I mean, the, you know, a screamer from that far going out, you know, it's a little lucky, little skill. But that's that's why... Right, like, but, you, you but that it. last finish was incredible. One of the best. Yeah, I mean, just the, the skill on that was huge, to bring that ball down from the middle of the air. And, right, the, coming over his shoulder yeah. like that. And, of yeah. course, and Dami, to be, And, it, you know, it came down... Very close to the goalkeeper, too. It's not like that was at the top of the box where the ball came down. The ball came down closer to, I think, the six-yard box than it did the edge of the 18. Yeah. So, to, yeah, to that first touch um, and the finish was big And big. then Dami getting the monkey off his back. Oh, I think yeah. that meant a lot to him. He yes, was it did. really fired up. Yeah, he was. I, I think that... Uh, see, like, just seeing him smile like, yeah. after that goal, oh, yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was uh, tuned in. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I think he is ready for it. All right. Uh, that's the news. That was the last game. Uh, one thing that we were asked to talk about is uh, the announcement that USL made. Right. Uh, new team, Lexington, right? Lexington, Kentucky. Have you ever been? I've been to Kentucky, but not Lexington. Where, where have you been in Kentucky? Uh, the interstate. Nice. I went to, <laughs> I went to Louisville in um, January of 2013. Okay. For uh, you have a really good memory. I'm always <laughs> impressed. Thank by you. It. Thank you. <laughs> like, I'm blushing here. Um, like I this went... man remembered a burrito he ate five years ago. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just figured I hadn't had a good burrito in five years. I don't remember what the last good one was. Uh, just side note on burritos. Best, my favorite burrito I've had multiple times in my life. Uh, Non-breakfast category. I would get the chili relleno burrito at mm-hmm. this place called Chelos in uh, like 20th and Larimer in Denver. And I'd add chorizo. Okay. And so they'd put a chili relleno inside the thing. Yeah. Like all fried up. Okay. They'd put chorizo. I like that. Uh, you know, your normal burrito stuff. And then every burrito you get a handheld style, which means they put the green chili inside. I like that. Greasiest, gut bombiest, but so damn good. You, I think you know where my favorite burrito is. Chipotle? <laughs> um, no, <laughs> uh, it would have to be. The, I think this might be disrespectful uh, to to the burrito to call it my favorite burrito, but the poutine burrito at Block Sixteen. Yeah, cannot yeah, be yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. I really think <laughs> I think the burrito is a versatile form of food. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I believe it is as well. All right, um, Lexington. So I've been to Louisville. I went for uh, World Cyclocross Championships. Surprise. surprise. Um, yeah, it was super fun. Super fun. Going to go to Arkansas this year. Shout out to our friends in uh, Arkansas. Northwest Arkansas. Um, I So Lexington's interesting. I haven't, you know, again, we're in Mexico. We haven't done a lot of research on this. Right. I don't know where they're going to play. I don't know what the plan is. They're joining in 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think University of Kentucky is turning into a powerhouse soccer school. Okay. Um, so they're the only SEC school with a... Um, men's soccer program so they play in conference usa okay yeah um interesting yeah i think it's conference usa uh we didn't check here um what do you how, how do you think it impacts us 
in Omaha? Um, well, to be honest, this, is the, first, this is the first either of us have thought about it. If right, but who talk. knows? Let's talk about the impact of it. They do play Assu- in Conference USA. Assuming nothing changes in, at Union Omaha at, by 2020. Right, 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 right. The, the, yeah. Um, so I think that... It, by the way, I'm against the move to championship. I like being the top dog in League One. I think it's more fun. I don't think that I have thought about it enough to share uh, fair enough. But uh, I think the more... We're talking about Lexington here, so... Um, you know, it's another club to- in the eastern part of the United States. Yep. Um, which, you know, there's a, a lot of them. Yep. Uh, but there are offsetting uh, teams opening west, like uh, northern Colorado, uh, Fuego. Um, there's, I don't know, does Monterey have a solid plan yet? I know they've been announced, I but I don't know what the date is. So they, they are spreading it out evenly. Um, but it, it'll be nice. I think the, it'll be a fun road trip because I've never been to Lexington. It's a, so it's, a, you know, it's about 12 hours. That's a, that's a drive you can make in a day. I mean, it's yeah. going to take your whole day, but it, it's a it's a day drive. Yeah, you could do it taking one day off from work for yeah. a weekend game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, if you were really sadistic, you could make a 12-hour drive on a Saturday, stay the night, and drive home on a Sunday. But if you really hated yourself. If you really hated yourself. So – um, Riley, do you know who went to the University of Kentucky to play soccer? I feel like I do. All right. Well, I'm going to give you some some facts. One, I'd like to correct the record. There are two SEC teams in Conference USA. Um, they are uh, University of Kentucky and South Carolina has men's soccer. The Gamecocks. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just just like that. And uh, they've made the NCAA tournament in 12, 14, 15, 16, 18, 19, and 20. So, you know, they're, they're turning into a good program. Do you I know? like the hoops. They, yeah, they, they, yeah. They wear uniforms of hoops. This, this is an audio medium. So yeah, we're, Kentucky, we're looking at the Wikipedia page. Their, uh, their away uniforms are uh, very, like, QPR-style white and blue hoops. So, Riley, our brand-new best friend in League One, uh, comma, not on Union Omaha category – Kalen Fox. Kalen Fox. Kalen Fox played for University of Kentucky. University of Kentucky. So I bet Kalen Fox is going to be the first signing for this team. That's actually my guess. Really? Yep. I bet he's on a one-on-one. They pick him up for another year. He's great. He's captaining the side down there in Tucson. He's doing great. And he goes home. He's the first signing. And, I mean, not only is he a nice guy, but he has incredible eyes. I didn't look in his eyes long enough to notice, I don't think. Yeah, um, but one thing Kalen Fox did say to us, and I, I did mention this on uh, Twitter, um, is that the atmosphere in Morrison that night was the toughest environment he has ever played in in his career. That's crazy. I mean, the man played in Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they do the, uh, you know, the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our friend Kalen Fox. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Certainly Not- of the B team. Yeah, friend of friend of the B team. I like that. <laughs> All right, um, I think that's the news, right? Yeah. What else do we need to cover it. for the news? Um, there's some exciting news about the match that was played tonight. Yeah. Let's let's launch right into the match that was played okay. tonight. So, where do man, we start? what did you think was going to happen? Um, it's Fort Lauderdale, and Fort 
you know, the, when I think about Fort Lauderdale at home, I think of, you know, Evan Conway's 91st minute goal. I think that's yeah. probably what almost every Union yeah. Omaha fan thinks. Um, so I, in my mind, I always think they're going to play us tough. It's going to be a low-scoring affair. Yep. And all of my expectations were completely wrong tonight. So, well, and then they scored that early goal. Right. And that they just, did. Oh, I was worried about that. I Honestly, I wasn't. I genuinely thought that at the very least we would get one back and get out of there with a point at the, at, at the worst. That was worst-case scenario in my brain. Fair enough. Our coworkers are up and moving, so that's good. That's good news. That is good news. That is good news. Um, so I was so uh, here in Cancun. It was uh, snake and steak night. Um, so we were Riley and I were eating dinner at a steakhouse yes. in our uh, resort while wearing snakeskin. I was wearing pink leopard. That's that is true. Um, and more guys need to wear pink leopard. I'm all for it. And so we were we were. I mean. You know, I, I said to Riley after the game, I paid attention about as well as I do at Warner Park, um, where I spend the game talking to people. Um, you know, so I, I wasn't really sure how we were in the flow of things. Yeah. Uh, and we gave up that goal. And, like, well, I don't I, think either of us were even, like, looking at the computer screen when we can see Yeah, you know, like, you watch the replay and you're like, oh, that's, like, it's going to happen. Like, it's the kind of goal that we give up, right? Like, it's hard to pinpoint right. who's at fault, hard to pinpoint what's going I mean, you got, like, an unmarked guy at the back post with a tap-in, but, like, you know, Kevin has a chance on the ball. Everybody seems like they're in good position. Um, yeah, those goals happen from time yeah, to time. Yeah, you know, and then you're thinking, like, like we have really struggled at times this season. Kevin played well pa- after that. Absolutely. Goal. And we've just really struggled at times this season to come back. Yeah, I agree. And then and, and get that equalizer – or yeah. get that winner. I knew like, the second we got the equalizer so so quickly after that there's yeah. no way that was the last goal we were scoring. So let's, uh, you know, one thing that stood out to me on that play is like, you know, I just thought for sure Greg was going to get, like Greg went down. I yeah. thought Greg went down maybe like a little soft, but like it was okay. And the ball ends up at Evan's feet and he just buries it. Like classic Evan Conway yeah. goal. And, and like when those guys play off each other like that, it's that's what – the first few games really promised us. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what, uh, you know, I think that the team is really fine. Like, through the last three to four matches, I think we've seen the team start to find, really find that rhythm that they've been searching for all year. Yes. I mean, what, we've scored eight goals in the last two games? Yeah. Yeah, we've never done that before. Um, so here we're, we're pulling up the highlights to refresh our memory on this. I, one thing that I think I can say, and honestly, like we said, our attention wasn't maybe the best. Yeah. Um, but it seemed like officiating was not a problem tonight, which is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and again, so, all right, we were rewatching the first goal here. It looks like, you know, I, I don't know. It's really hard to fault Dalton or Kevin on that one. Right. So 10 minutes later, Devin, incredible run through the midfield. Great, Great pass, pass to Greg. Pretty bad first touch from Greg, if we're being honest. But he gets fouled, passes the ball on. And Evan Conway oh does Evan, Evan Conway, Conway does. Oh, my gosh. Good. It's just so good to see him back. And and clearly at full strength, right? Like, Whoa, absolutely. You know, it, it took some time. And, like, I think I have a better appreciation after watching Evan come back from this injury of what it takes to really get back to to being yourself and, and being sharp like that. Yeah. Well, Evan Conway um, yeah, all right. So another 10 minutes later. 
we're watching uh i mean you know that's that's a very evan goal almost right, right? like and how about devin boyce just continuing oh i know to just dominate that, the assist charts right but that wasn't evan conway who scored that i know but it's a very evan conway goal for greg to score right right except evan would have put it on the ground Greg just blasted into the roof and yeah. like I mean you can see his sense of relief there. Right, absolutely. And I think that it's something the at least the supporters have been very aware of because um his girlfriend uh McKenzie hangs out with us a lot and she's been very adamant about Greg really wanting to put the ball in the back yeah, of the Yeah, and like I mean I think like I don't know how you feel about it. Uh but I felt like you, you know what? Like I I think this is my professional philosophy as well. Like, you know, if people don't feel bad when they mess up, that's mm-hmm. the only real problem. Right. Like if you feel bad when you mess up, like I can't say or do anything else to you because you already know you did wrong. And therefore like, that's good enough for me. And like, I think everybody knows Greg is out there trying hard. He's not right. taking the day off. He's not loafing. He's working his ass off. Yeah. Like he's pressing, like he's doing oh everything. The, the pressing that Greg Hurst, it, during his goal drought, yeah. the, Greg, he could not have pressed harder than he did. Yeah. Like, and, and so I think like. And continues to. I do. understand how it can weigh on him. Right. And like, you know, he's an empathetic person. I care about him. And I, right. I, you know, I understand how it weighed on him. But as a fan of his and of the team, like it's one, the results are there. Right. right? Like, you know, it's. I can't look back at a single game and it was like, well, you know, if Greg had buried this chance, we would have won. Right. Right. And like, so I don't think he needed to be so hard on himself unless that's what he needs to do to score. Right. Um, how did, how did you feel about his goal drought now that it's over? Were you worried? No, I think Greg has that. He is like a proper striker. One of the best strikers in league one history. Yeah. Like he is, he he has that mentality on the field. He he, he walks with a certain swagger. He he holds his chin up no matter what. Yeah, like, I, I, you he, never see him down. He is just that like you look at him and you're like that guy scores goals. Yeah. So even when he wasn't scoring goals, I all like the way he carries himself. I always knew like yes, he's in a goal drought, but he's Greg Hurst. Like he's yeah. He, he, at any moment, he could find himself out of that drought. Absolutely, I'm like. You, you know, I think so many of his goals are from his press. Right. That, like, you know, it's there. And, like, again, the results are there. You're not going to find – I don't think there's a harder working striker in League One. No, no. I mean, he and J-Mims are made for each other. Absolutely. <laughs> and Speaking of which, we didn't even sing J-Mims tonight. Oh, we game. didn't. We didn't. And uh, so Riley and I had a little bit of drama finding the game. Oh, my and God. Which, which we will, for legal reasons um, – not talk about or on the disclose. pod, but by all means, come up to us if you know us. We're <laughs> yes. happy to tell you all about it because it's pretty funny. But it's getting late. It's like 7.06. Uh, and all of a sudden, on my computer, J-Mims pops into focus and you knew everything is going to be fine. I think I said life finds a way. Yeah. And you said J-Mims finds a way. <laughs> J-Mims does find a way. He's a, he's a crafty guy. Um so yeah, I, I think I'm you know I'm super stoked for Greg to get this oh, goal. Gosh. What about your daughter? Uh, she was really excited. I texted her as well uh, about it, and you know, okay, so halftime we uh, you know we get our picture up on the screen, mm-hmm. and then uh, let's talk about this assist for Toby Otiano, third goal. 
Devin Boyce scores it. What are your thoughts? Um, I mean, any time Devin Boyce scores, it's a party. It is a party. <laughs> like, you De- just get weird with it. Yeah, like Devin Boyce is the party on the field. Yeah. And I think the, that's um, the like chaotic energy. The, his chaotic energy always brings a certain level of entertainment to the game that not a lot of players bring. So I, I totally agree. Yeah. I think he's in a rich vein of form. Yeah. Like a trick of assists plus uh, another you know, an assist uh, and a goal at least tonight. Yeah. Um, this this one. So I think he likes scoring at this end. I can remember three goals of his down here. One that absolutely insane first goal that he had, which like you are the balls up in the air and he just like plucks it out of the sky and it like swerves around the goalkeeper, mm-hmm. uh, tearing the net, and then this, which was like a you know a poor copy of his first goal. Right, and but like the ball did, does have that and this goal like that weird yeah yeah like, a bit of a boat. swerve. It just right. was he didn't hit it quite on the volley like he did uh, on the last one, um, and so. That was goal three. That was goal three. You starting to? I mean, yeah, yeah. Hard to say what we thought was happening because we were separated for a little bit. So 50, 58th minute, Greg Hurst scores again. Uh, that is a classic Greg goal. Oh my gosh! Yeah, right. Ball over Keeps the top it on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Beats beats the beats his defender. Beats the goalkeeper. And then I I will see if they show it here. But I just I loved the slide. They all did the slide. As a DDA Drugba fan, obviously, I'm always going to love the slide. How can you not be a DDA Drugba fan? I mean, you're maybe Luke Opperman, um, but he's never going to hear this, so I can correct. call a bunch of choice words for Luke. Not a fan of DDA Drugba. Probably still bitter about the you know him scoring in the 98th minute or whatever to send Champions League final overtime that they eventually lost at home. But whatever, he doesn't live in <laughs> doesn't live in Munich anyway. Moving on. Um, one other talking point I think we should touch on. Uh, first ever Academy signing, second ever Academy player on the pitch tonight. Yoskar. Yoskar. Pro debut. Pro, pro debut. Uh, did you see what he had on his jersey? I did not. Edu. Edu. Uh, E-D-U. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I like that. Cool. Right. Yeah. Um, we both commented that we didn't really notice him very much. Right, but that, I mean that was we weren't paying a lot of attention. We were, we were up four. Let's one, uh, like, let's do a little data dump in here. Like we we were up four one. He comes on. I think that at that point, at least from what I, I again, I wasn't watching the game super closely, but I don't think Jay Mims ever really calls off the dogs. No, but <laughs> I I think that the game plan did relax a little. I bit. think I think one of the big challenges this year is that the dogs call themselves off. Right. And I think the big mental hurdle that seems to have been gotten over recently is, like, maintaining that hunger throughout the whole game. Right? And, like, I mean, when you have the best defense in the league, it's easy to think all we need is one goal. Right? Right. And, like, we got that. And, like, you know, I never – once Ilal said that on the podcast, it really stuck in my head as, like, this may be the whole team's attitude. Like, we only need a goal. We're going to win this game. And then, like, you switch back into that settling mindset a little bit more. But, like, I, I think that that killer instinct that's going to serve this team really well is uh, Jay's really been cultivating it. I forget what why I inter- interjected that. We were um, 
about to discuss a mini data dump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, why did I start talking? <laughs> uh, All right. So I don't know how many touches, but Yoskar had four passes, 100% passing accuracy. Um, uh, he won a duel. He lost two duels. Four short passes. He had one unsuccessful cross. And he won a foul and conceded two. I mean, that's pretty involved in the game. Yeah, he was there. Maybe not. Yeah. Vis- maybe not visually on the. Maybe TV, maybe but... maybe you and I weren't paying a lot of attention. That's fair. <laughs> we definitely weren't. We're in Cancun. We are in Cancun, and uh, you know we're trying. We're trying. We're doing guys. our best. Yeah, so I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine touches. It's pretty good. Very good. Yeah. Pro I, debut. Pro debut. You, you know, I remember why I was going to say this. You know, he was on the bench tonight. You know, there was a lot of talk about rotation. I think we can switch to talking about the Greenville game and talk about rotation a little bit. But I think, you know, Jay Mims never calls the dogs off. You're right. right. Team's working on being more aggressive. You wonder if that was a close game if Yoskar gets in or not, right? If they have to go chase it. I mean, maybe, right? Jay doesn't put people on the bench he doesn't believe in. Right. But I I think, you know, that's you can't hope for anything more, right? Than like a, a, a low – this is no Jamie Ponce's debut, right? Like, yeah. hey, we're going to the other top team. We're going away to the other top team. We need to start at center back, right? Like, right. this is like we're up 4-1 against the second worst team in the league and go in there and have fun. You want to know who was invisible tonight? Who? Um, who does – Fort Lauderdale has somebody. Um, Romeo Beckham. Yeah, doesn't he have like a famous dad? I don't know. Uh, whatever. But I do know. Like, Tudor ambassador – David Beckham. <laughs> uh, he came in, but we didn't pay attention either. He might have, we'll see. We'll see. Well, let's me, compare. Let, let's compare Yoskar, Nebraska's best. Son. All right, you do. You bully a child, and <laughs> I will look up information on uh, the two of them. All right, here we go. Um, Romeo had seventeen passes for a passing accuracy of 58.8. Okay, so there we go. 17 short passes. He won zero duels. He lost seven duels. So Yoskar is better than David Beckham's son. Um, He had, okay, so Romeo created two chances, which is actually pretty decent, um, and had one successful cross. Um, Yoskar won... A more fouls than Romeo Beckham, and conceded less fouls than Romeo Beckham. With those stat lines, with the way tonight's game was played, I would have rather had Yoskar on the field than Romeo Beckham. I mean, I I would always take a kid from Nebraska right. over uh, you know kid from London. Fair enough. Anyway, congrats, Yoskar. Congrats, Yoskar. All right. We love you, Yoskar. Riley, what time do you fly home on Saturday? Um, are we on the same flight? 8 a.m. 8 a.m. So Riley and I are flying home in time. Uh, I, I specifically chose my flight so I could get to this game. What time are you flying home? 8 a.m. We're on, I, I bet we're on the I sent you, you – sent, you sent the flights to Carol, right? By the way, nobody here knows Carol, but Carol was wearing a bolt bathing suit today. She was? She was – We got a with, picture. With a black fanny pack? Yeah, we'll post, we'll post a picture on uh, – Twitter. 
anyway, um, we're, we're, we're flying home together, right? It sounds like Are it. you going to go straight from the airport to tailgate? Um, I will need to grab my game day jacket. And so I'm going to run home for probably 10 minutes and then head straight there. Love it. Uh, my sister, my sister's going to be in town. I got to make sure she comes, but both girls are planning on going. And, uh, yeah. Incredible. What? Incredible. Yeah. It, it should be great. Um, and I, we're gonna, I scheduled we're the flight. The belt. I mean, I've scheduled the flight specifically, uh, so we could attend this game, which so is exciting. Um, we're going to keep the belt. What do we need to do to retain the belt? Uh, put the ball in the back of the net. What? No, 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 no. Refresh my memory. Refresh our listeners' memory on the conditions of the belt. We have to win the game. It so it goes by game. Right. So if we face them in the playoffs, it'll be back up again. Yeah, the belt is the belt is up for grabs anytime Omaha and Greenville get together. Um, every time, every time. I I don't know. I think we probably draw, and a draw goes to the previous winner. A draw goes to the previous winner with the condition that you do not celebrate as if you won the belt. Okay. Or even necessarily retained it. The it kind of just kills the. It, it, I don't like that. I think we should be celebrating, Riley. Does this seem like the most important game of the season to you? No, I don't think it does. Um, I think that the, I think the, you know, the supporters groups between Greenville and Omaha are the two most active with each other in the league. Yeah. Um, and so I think the it's always going to feel important. It's always going to be important for us and the supporters. And I know discuss it, I've discussed it with the players. It's a game they always want to make a statement in. Um, so I know it means something. It does mean something to them. Like you had mentioned, they love the belt as well, as much as we do. Um, yeah, it's cool. It is super cool. Um, so it's always going to be important, but when you're setting the bar at the most important, no, that's been Chattanooga and Omaha this year. Yeah. I, I think, you know, some of the shine has come off this game because Greenville's not been as good, um, as they've been in the past. And I think, you know, especially in the last few weeks. Right. Like, even even that Tucson loss, right? Like, we've looked great. And it's really hard to say. And it's hard to use the losing to Tucson as a benchmark because of the officiating of that game. Absolutely. Well said. And, you know, like, we've just been in this rich vein of form. And accordingly, like, it, you know, I, I think that first game there – like, they were the top dog, right? They were in the championship the year before. They led the league wire to wire. Uh, all the hype, all the attention. And, like, even at the start of this year, right? Like, they were the champions, the regular season champions. Um, and so all the attention was on them. And, like, you know, one thing we know about Union Omaha supporters is, you know, nobody can possibly say enough nice things about us. And so, <laughs> like, I, but I think, like, the product on the field has been doing the talking and like, yeah. I'm a lot more secure in knowing that we're the best team in the league because, well, I mean, just a few short weeks ago on record, you said that you did not think we were the best team in the league. I think that was like two months ago or but like, whatever your yeah, point, I mean, your point remains accurate. Right. Chattanooga has also fallen off a cliff. I mean, they've lost three times in all our last four games. Right. Um, we are keep in mind we did the same thing last or we lost three games in a row last year. We did, we did, but you know what? Right now, 
we have 44 points. We're at the top of the table. We have a game in hand. We have a, you know, a, I guess a minimum of a four point lead, right? Like, minimum, yeah. yeah um, five to play. Like, yeah, I, I, I just think that like need for validation and, um, you know, proof that we're good is just not, not there. Like, like it's been in the past, right? Like, right. I, those two games and are I think statement the, games for us. Before. Right. And I think, the, honestly, the players are feeling that too now because they're playing with – they're playing in a very natural way. Yeah. They're playing in a way that – They're having fun. They're, they're having fun, exactly. Um, they're playing well and they know they're playing well. Yeah. And, that's, and it's working for them. Absolutely. And so I love that. I, I, as long as that continues, I don't think anyone steps in our way. Yeah, and I mean, I think, uh, you know, I'm. it's going to be a long, cold winter without the team. Right. And so I think let's just go one game at a time. One game at a time. Starting Saturday. Yep. And Riley and I hope to see you there. Five games left the regular season. Yep. Seven games left. Seven, Seven games, games left, left overall. Love it. So, I mean, honestly. Uh, Do you have any questions left? Um. What... What would you rate Cancun out of 10? Ooh, this is a complicated question. Cancun, 10 out of 10. This resort, 7 out of 10. Okay. And it's only like... Nitpicky things. No, this is this has or, been a great experience, right. but it's not, it's not my place. It's not a place that I'd come back with my wife. I would agree with that. This is not a place that I would personally visit. Uh, this this resort, yeah. I would not personally visit this resort on my own accord. Yeah, but that's nothing. That's nothing about this resort. Which, like, if you're into what's on offer here, this yeah. is delivering at an eleven out of ten level. Oh my gosh! If you're into this sort of thing, this is your thing. Yeah, Riley and I keep gesturing at the pool because the pool scene here is wild. The pool scene here is uh, second here, to none. Were you here when the foam came out yesterday? I, did, I was, yeah. Yeah, that was nuts. There, the, the pool scene here is second to none in Cancun. I feel like I can say that confidently. I would give Cancun a 10 out of 10. I would give Mexico a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, and I would give the people of Mexico a 10 out of 10. Do, did Cancun FC win tonight? Let's, let's check that really quick. Um, they play tomorrow. They play tomorrow. But it's away. I, I did extensive research on I this. love it's, their badge, it's, by it's the way. It's away. Yeah, it's awesome. It looks really good. So I think that If that... we get out, we should try and buy some jerseys. So <laughs> I think that I have one last question. Which is? Who gives a hoot? We do! We do.